This episode is brought to you by 21 Kicks Journals, the journals you'll actually finish. Research shows that actively doing something for 21 days in a row will change your brain. Our uniquely designed 21-day journals will grow you on a deeper level, help you increase your odds of achieving your goals, and, not to mention, they're fun and beautifully designed. Head to the 21 Kicks Etsy shop today to explore your journaling options. We'll link it in the show notes. Welcome to the Witty and Gritty Podcast, where we believe that lifelong learning and relentless determination are essential to developing your passions and reaching your goals. Here to help you along the way are the hosts of the show. Take it away, ladies. Hey, y'all. I'm Brooke. And I'm Farron. As educators and high achievers, we're passionate about providing our listeners with effective strategies to help navigate life's obstacles and reach your goals sooner. Join us as we break down credible research that gives you a fresh perspective and challenges your limiting beliefs. Laugh and grow as we share personal anecdotes and interviews from people that have demonstrated what it takes to be successful. By implementing these practices, you will develop your unique skill set and learn how to better serve your community. Get your mind right. And enjoy this time designed just for you. This is episode 130. And we are slowly but happily getting to the Christmas season, which I've been there for like months now. I'm just gonna mind. Say, I'm one of those I try not to celebrate till after Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving oh, afternoon. But my children are wearing on me. They want to decorate and put the tree up and do everything. And I'm like, but it hasn't been Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. November November 1st. Every yeah. time. But they're ready. And we brought someone on the show today to help us really get ready for the season. Yes. So today we're talking about Advent. So that's a word that you hear a lot, especially if you're like target Advent calendar or chocolate Advent calendar, but not everyone necessarily even knows what exactly that means or why it is here during this holiday season. So it means 25 small gifts (laughs) for me, buy me 25 (laughs) gifts. But today we have brought on Amy Roseberry, who is a lovely human. And we are so excited to have you today. Thanks, guys. I'm so excited to be here. So like you already said, I'm Amy Roseberry, and I'm one of the kids pastors at Community Life Church. So I'm excited to be here and talk with you guys. Okay, so first, first things first, since it is about Advent, what the heck is that word? And what does it mean? And I love that you're over children's ministry, because I feel like you can put it in simple terms for, you know, people like me. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. I do like to try and put things as simplistically as I can. So Advent, um, really, it it comes from the original word Adventus, and it really is just preparation is what it means. It's the the preparation for something that's coming. So imagine a kid looking forward to a Disney vacation, and they're going to ask you over and over and over again, hey, when do we get to leave for Disney? When do we get to leave for Disney? Or like when you're already on vacation and they're asking you, how many minutes till we get there? It's that kind of preparation. It's the thing that helps you get excited and look forward to what is coming. And specifically, what we're looking forward to is both the birth of Christ that's already happened. So we're looking backwards at that one, but the second coming of Christ, which is the end of days, whenever we believe that um, as Christians, that that's, that's the thing, like that's the what we're waiting for when we're waiting for God to send his son back to get us again. And so it's just a preparation time to keep us focused and to keep us looking towards the things that we should be looking towards. And, you know, for a lack of better terminology, like, uh, for being, um, what's the word? Anticipate. That's the word. (laughs) So for a lack of being a little less cliche or a little more cliche, um, Jesus truly is the reason for the season for Christmas. And so that's what 
Advent does is it helps us to focus and it helps us to, to be intentional with our time. So I really like the point that you mentioned that I have never thought about is, so in Advent, I'm like, okay, yeah, we're counting down to when we celebrate Jesus's birth. And this is the, like the, one of the main points that is pivotal for us to be saved on this side of um, the timeline. You know what I mean? Like before Jesus was here, mm-hmm. now that Jesus came, but then also looking forward to the second coming. I hadn't ever really thought about that, which is really neat. Yeah. Yeah, so typically when we look at like Bible readings that go along with Advent, the first two Sundays, which, you know, Advent starts this year, it starts the 28th of November and it ends the 24th of December. So it always, it starts on the Sunday that's closest to the 30th of November, um, in case you were wondering kind of how that calendar works. But the first two Sundays are to focus on Christ's second coming. So first we're going to look forward. We're looking forward first. And then the last two Sundays are to focus on okay, now we're getting really close to the birth time that we celebrate. So let's go ahead and talk about that. So it's first we celebrate his second coming and then we celebrate the fact that he has already come and that the king was born. Man, I've already learned something new. (laughs) Look at that. Okay, so you mentioned that we celebrate it because we're thankful that Jesus came down to earth and paved a way for us. And then we're also excited for when he's coming back. So what do you mean when he's coming back again? So basically, we believe that God's work is not finished on earth. And so he's given us a period of time to tell other people that Jesus is awesome, <laughs> that, that Jesus lived a perfect life, that you and I sin, and that sin is what separates us from God. And so because of that separation from God, we have to have a way to have a relationship with him. And Jesus was the answer to that. So when Jesus was born, he lived a perfect life. He didn't sin. And so he was able to make the sacrifice to die on the cross for our sins so that we can have a relationship with God, but it doesn't end there. Like the story is not over. God wants everyone to know who he is and that he loves them and that he created them for a purpose. And so it's our job as believers to tell other people what God's done in our own lives. And so that's going to continue. In fact, and it says in the Bible, it will continue until every Every person has heard who Jesus is. And so I don't know when that's going to happen. You and I don't know. We've had, I mean, I guess if you've listened to conspiracy theories, you've heard a lot of people's opinions. Everybody thought Y2K in 2000 was going to be the time that Jesus was going to come back. Heard, um, actually, we saw a van driving around last year about the time that we went to see family at Christmas saying it was coming in 2022. So, hey, you know, I mean, maybe not, you just never know. (laughs) But scripture is pretty clear and it says that No man will know. Um, No one except for the Father knows when he's going to send Jesus back. And so um, the second coming is the time that God will send Jesus back to rescue his believers from the world. So, Amy, do you know when did this practice of celebrating Advent or recognizing Advent, when did that start? Actually, I do. Um, When I was doing some research just to make sure that I was on the exact page on everything. Um, We've celebrated Advent ever since I was a little kid. So, you know, the wreath on the table at the front of the church with the purple candles and then the one pink candle. So that's been a part of something that I've done my whole life. But I was like, you know, let's, let's talk about a little bit more about why do we do this? Um, Like we talked about earlier, Advent is derived from the Latin word Adventus, meaning coming. And so uh, that's the translation of Greek. And so the scholars believed that during the fourth and fifth centuries in Spain, and Gaul, Advent was a part of the season of preparation of baptism for new Christians. And so it started a long time ago, and it was in preparation for a new life that Christians 
have after they believe in Jesus. And so that's kind of where the celebration of the coming, you know, becoming, coming, um, kind of came from. And it was way back when. Okay. Um, and it actually, it dates back beyond that um, in Matthew 2, 1, the baptism in the Jordan River of Jesus by John the Baptist. That's also one of the references that's made back and forth that, you know, it's showing the coming. It's like the only place in scripture that all three parts of God are present um, in front of, of, of people at the same time. And so that was one of the ways that it showed us like the coming God, the father, God, the son and God, the Holy spirit, which was something we didn't have yet because Jesus hadn't left the earth yet. And so that was a really cool, um, beginning of something like Advent. Neat. Okay. So if we're Christmas focused right now, because the airing of this episode is the Wednesday before the Sunday that Advent calendar starts. So if we're trying to do this with our kids, our families, or for ourselves, how would we kind of set that up? Like what tools or resources, what can we use if we want to get into that? I know a couple of years ago on the podcast, we Talked to, we read a chapter in Luke every day leading up to Christmas Day. So what's something that you would recommend? So actually, Sea um, Life, our Kidsman team, last year put together an Advent calendar for kids and families. And so that's something that we found really fun. And it's not, um, it's not all spiritual-based, I would say, but it does give your mind some focus. And so... Actually, I have it pulled up right here. And so I'll give you kind of a couple examples of what we do throughout the week. And it's just, again, something to help you focus, something to help you start the process. There's tons of Advent videos. And so on the kickoff Sunday, we say, hey, watch an Advent video with your family. And then the next day was like, read your favorite Christmas book. The next day is draw a donkey or go for a family walk. And then the next day is bake cookies and share with a neighbor. And so basically, just throughout this whole calendar, we're spending time focusing on doing things with our family. But every two or three days, it's something that pulls us back into that nativity story, or it pulls us back to our Christian faith and the concept of um, being, being Jesus, which is being loved to someone else. And so whether that means encouraging our family to, so one of the days says, go, go to a movie together as a family. And so we say on the side, tell your kids, we can go to a family movie together, or we can go spend $40 and put $4 into 10 envelopes, and we can go find 10 homeless people to bless and say, hey, I know it's not a lot of money, but you can either get a bus ticket and go see family, or you can go buy some McDonald's. Um, And so it's just a way of being intentional with our families, because girl, the Christmas season is crazy. And I know as a mom, as a working mom, how hard it is to focus on the things we should be focusing on when we're focusing on all the things that um, modern life has told us that we need to focus on in the Christmas season. And so that's the first thing I would say is have a plan, whether it's a calendar, whether it's an Advent study book, whatever it is that you do, have a plan. Because for me, if there's no plan, it's not going to happen. If it's not planned out ahead of time and, and focused on. I will say there are incredible free resources um, for families, whether it's for women, particularly, like if you just say, hey, I really want to dive deeper and focus myself during this season. There's some really awesome free resources online for women. Just search 
Advent Studies for Women, and it pulls up like 12 free resources immediately. And then there's also family resources. Um, I know that the Village Church in Dallas does an Advent um, resource as well for their whole family. So there's a lot of really awesome resources, but I would say just whatever it is that you do, be intentional about it. So get a calendar. We love like the Lego calendar, like the Lego advent calendar. The problem is with that is it's super fun to open. It's that whole gift thing that you were talking about, but it doesn't give me any focus on what I want my family to think about that day. And so if you want to do an advent calendar like that, just take a cute little piece of paper, write whatever it is that you want the focus to be that day, roll it up and stick it in that, like pre-stick it in your little calendar that your kids get to open. So they get the cool gift still, but then they get a prize um, option or a fun activity you're going to do as a family or an awesome service project that they're going to do together. What I really like about that idea is uh, we talk about trying to instill new habits a lot through all of our series and your kids aren't going to let you forget to open the fun advent calendar. Yeah. They're just not. <laughs> So if you, it's called like habit stacking, you know, if you know that you're going to brush your teeth every day, try to add a habit to that part of your day or your routine. So I love the idea of you can still get the fun thing or have the fun activities, but let that be your signal to then capitalize on that moment and be intentional. Yes. Intentionality is something we talk a ton about. So I love that you mentioned that word a lot and we love calendars. I'm a planner. I'm a one. You're a wing one. I love the idea of planning (laughs) and I buy lots of planners. All the planners, but it's fine. And the one, the resource you shared with us, the one that y'all made with Sea Life, there's, I like how you talked about there's stuff for the family, there's stuff for self, but there's also stuff for others outside of self. And I like how you gave the examples of just tweak it. So if you want to make all the days about serving others or blessing others or whatever, you can do that. Or if you want to make it, how can we make our family bond stronger? You can do it that way too. So it's, I like how it just gives you ideas and you can run with it if you're feeling creative or it's already done for you. If you can't plan one more thing. Absolutely. That was, that was our goal. Um, We just, we know that families get busy period. And then you throw in the fact that it's Christmas. And so it's even, it's even a busier time. And so we really wanted to give a fun, exciting way for kids to celebrate Advent together. So how do you apply this into a routine, a daily routine? What have you done with your kids or what would you suggest what we do? Like if we're a mom of littles or if we're a mom of teens or whatever it is, how can we tie all that together? Well, you know, this year, my kids are out for 23 days for Christmas. So um, we'll have lots of time to kind of work through all of this. But I would just say like on your Advent calendar, whatever it is that you're deciding to do, whether it's a Bible study, a calendar, I would kind of go through and on your own calendar, whether it's on your phone, I use my phone calendar all the time and I love a planner, but I'm the kind of person who buys a planner and then starts another planner for another thing, and then starts another planner for another thing, and then I'm carrying four planners. So my phone, my phone is definitely the strongest suit for me, but I would go through and I would highlight like, okay, I know for sure on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we're going to be busy in the evening. So those things need to be quick afternoon activities, and then you can rearrange the calendar. So if Tuesday is bake cookies and take it to a neighbor, you know you're not going to have time for that. So put that on Wednesday and switch your draw a donkey or take a candy cane to a neighbor because that's super fast. 
And so it's one of those things I would just say, be a planner. Like it, even if you're not a planner, be a planner as much as you possibly can during this time frame. And then I would say, um, one of the things that we do in Kidsmen is kids are not always wanting to sit down and listen to you the way that you would hope that they would, especially when it's something you're excited about. And they're like, eh, I'm not really sure if I'm as excited as you are about this. And so we say, as you go, scripture tells you that you're supposed to be telling people about Jesus while you're going. Like that's the, that's the actual phraseology that's as you are going, tell people about Jesus. And so that's what I would encourage you as moms, um, as you're going, as you're living your busy life, as you're on your way to Target and you see a homeless man on the side of the road, pull over and give him the few quarters you have in your little sticky container of quarters and hand it to the man and say, hey, Merry Christmas. Jesus really is the reason for the season. And then talk about it with your kids. Give them an opportunity to ask questions. Um, it's just one of those things I would say, as intentional as you can possibly be in every moment, take the, take the opportunity. Christmas is only this long. And so take every, every opportunity you possibly can to have intentional conversation while you're going. And so if you sit down to read a story and your kids are not having it, let them go. You read the story so that you know it. And then the next time you're in the car and they, they can't go anywhere, tell them the story. <laughs> They're just not kids. I'm going to tell you about Jesus. <laughs> right? I love our idea of like uh, switching the order because I, I do get caught up in like the rules of things. And so I would just add to that, just hearing you share that advice. Um, if you miss a day, don't give up. Yes. Like if you, you're going to have a crazy day, don't just say, well, I missed day four. So might as well not even finish it now. Cause it's not perfect. Right. And the other thing that I like that you said about, um, as you go is if you are like tuning out a little bit because you're like, I don't have kids, but maybe you want to be more intentional as your adult self, your adult being, <laughs> you guys stop saying being. <laughs> We're really big fans of listening to um, audio when it comes to we like the Daily Audio Bible. We like the Bible Recap with Tara Lee Cobble. Um, we are coming up on a series with Autumn Miles, and she has her audio books and podcasts. So that's maybe another way that. If you're saying that you cannot find the time, but you also know that you drive places or have to fold laundry mm -hmm. or do dishes where you can also listen, that's an alternative. So mm -hmm. thank you for sharing those tips because that might just help somebody. We've also done a Mary series on creating habits and it takes 21 days to form a habit scientifically and go back and listen to all that. We'll link that mini series, but this advent calendar is a good way to kick off. I know a lot of people are like, good habits. I'm going to start in January, but if we're, if we're doing Advent, you're already laid the foundation and it's Jesus centered as well. So if you go into the Advent season, go through all these steps and then kick off January, it's already coming naturally to you, which is awesome. Amy, what would you say if maybe parents want to be more intentional with the Advent season, but uh, maybe they're intimidated by their lack of knowledge or they, they aren't going to be ready if their kids ask tough questions and they're letting some of those feelings deter them from jumping in. I would tell parents what I tell every leader that we ask to serve in kidsmen. Um, it is okay to say, I don't know. It's not okay to not follow up later. And so it would always be better to look back on a year and say, man, my kids had really good questions and I had no clue how to answer them, but I was intentional in having conversation. Whereas if you look back at the year and say, 
really wish these last three years I would have told my kids more about Jesus during the Advent season, but I was too afraid. And so my thought is jump in, jump in. And you all, Google is literally fingertips away. <laughs> like go ahead and tell your kids what you know. And if they ask a hard question, say, you know what? I'm really not sure I'm going to have to ask somebody, but ask me again tomorrow. And then it gives you some intentionality as a parent to have to study a little bit and get some answers. If you don't know the answers, your pastor might know the answers. You feel free to call me, text me, um, each other. You know, other moms are great resources for stuff like that. But also, it's going to be really cool for your kids for you to come back and say, hey, remember when you asked me about this? I wasn't sure, but I found that in Luke so-and-so and so-and-so, the Bible says this. Like, how cool is that for you to be able to have an intentional conversation with your kids and for your kids to see my mom is still learning and my mom is still trying to grow and know Jesus more and more. And so it's not going to be, it's not going to be a negative thing for you to not know all of the answers. It is okay. Because guess what? Even your pastors don't know all of the answers. Scripture says that there is some mystery that we will never understand. And so we want to make sure that we're being intentional with our time and that we're being faithful servants and faithful means that we're going to step out sometimes in something that we are uncomfortable with. So I would always encourage dive in and then deal with the, you know, deal with the questions as you go. You're a mom or you're an aunt or you're a cousin. Like you've seen kids, you've dealt with kids before. And at the end of the day, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. And that's such good modeling too. Like, I don't know the answers. I'm going to go back to the Bible, the resource, because that's also showing your kids. Okay, wait, I don't know how to handle this life situation. Go back to the Bible. And what does the Bible say? And if I don't understand how the Bible works, then I can ask some trusted church leader on what that means. But I'm still doing the work of reading the Bible. I think a lot of times it's easy to just um, ask without fact checking in the Bible. So I love how you are saying follow up and make sure that you've got your information right. And that might take time, but that's okay. And I also like how you mentioned just jump in anyway, because a lot of times, like we talk about, that's imposter syndrome. Like, oh, you can't do it. You don't know enough. That's the devil saying, I'm trying to get you not to witness your kids. So what can I tell you? So you don't do that. So you've got to just be like, well, here we go. Rip the bandaid. I'm not going to know everything. That's fine. And you can say that to your kids too. I don't know everything. I'm not God. (laughs) Amen. Well, Amy, um, I always just end it with a question or advice. If there isn't a question that we ask you that, you know, hit on something, or if you just want to leave our audience with any closing thoughts or encouragement this Advent season, what would you say? (laughs) Man, I would say, enjoy the time with your family. You never know what life's going to bring, what difficult circumstances are coming your way, what awesome things are coming your way. And so I would just say, take advantage of the time that you have with your family. The kids are out of school. A lot of times you get some time off. And I would just say, man, jump in with both feet on the advent calendar thing, on being intentional as a family, make some hard decisions, do some things that stretch you guys as a, as a family, uh, go on a date with your husband, do something really crazy. Like, decide last minute you're going to go to New York City. I don't know. Do something really fun and, and make Any it. Any budget. <laughs> <laughs> or Kevin McAllister style. Yes, just be like, like, just show up. I watched number two the other day and he's just like, no, that my dad's on that flight. And they're like, okay, go on. <laughs> like, sure, TSA would let that happen, right? 
Oh, I love yeah, it. That's well, what I would say. Just do it. <laughs> we're going to link all the Sea Life resource, the Village resource, and a few other ones that we can find. So that way, when y'all click on the show notes, you're going to be able to find this and have whatever you need. Pinterest is your friend on this as well. So if you are stuck or don't know where to find one, they're on our website on this episode show notes. So thank you so much for being on the show today, Amy. I know that some there are some really great takeaways our audience is going to get. We appreciate it. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me, ladies. I appreciate it. We help hardworking Christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in order to have more joyful lives. We love providing our Christian-based personal growth podcast to our listeners at no cost. If you are enjoying the content, please consider supporting our mission by donating to our Patreon. We're a small team creating the show for our community by researching, recording, and producing the episodes ourselves. Any amount is greatly appreciated. Your support will help offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you can receive exclusive access. For more details on specific membership tiers, visit our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash witty and gritty. We've included the link in the show notes.